I had three things that God had gave me, and we didn't even get done with the first one. And we was here pretty late. But it's in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and verse 4 and 5, we'll be reading those scriptures. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and verse 5. I believe this morning God's got something for us. Whether you saved or lost, it, it, it could be an issue in your life. You can have a stronghold in your life. You can have something that's got a hold of you that you can't seem to get rid of. But I come to get you some good news this morning that you can be an overcomer through Christ Jesus. Amen. It reads these words. For the weapons of our warfare. You think, what in the world? Let me just try to read it. <laughs> it's preaching already. It's been a good week this week. I mean, miracles are happening, been happening this week. Overcomers, I mean, it's just been a wonderful, wonderful week. If you only knew what I knew, how God just been blessing folks. My word. I, I, I knew song. It says, the Lord is blessing me right now. Oh, yes, right now. I said the Lord is blessing me. Oh, right now. Oh, yes, right now. And Lord, you woke me up this morning and you started me on my way. You know the Lord is blessing me. Oh, right now. Oh, yes, right now. <laughs> Woo! Boy, I feel good this morning. Amen. Amen. For the weapons of all warfare, Brother Larry, I better hurry up and read this, are not carnal, but mighty through God. Somebody say through God. To the pulling down of strongholds, Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted himself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Scripture does tell us little easy elementary things that we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. We can do all things. There ain't nothing we can't do. In him we complete in him we can do all things. What's impossible with, with men is possible with God. So we have that. And I need you to understand as I, before I go into this, I was raised around church folk that if your back was hurting, they pray for your back. You know, they bring them up there just broke down. <laughs> Uncle Robert, they, my mama's brother's here. Y'all give Uncle Robert Cam a hand clap for being in the house. But he... He'll remember that. He, he remember that. And they'd bring them in there. And Uncle Roberts, they'd be all broke down, you know. And boy, they'd anoint them with all and they'd pray for them. they say, now you heal now. Say the guy was there in the back was still hurt. they say, now if your back tells you it's hurting, it's lying to you. You heal. Do you understand? You're seeing people, boy, whether they had faith or not, man, they, they try to straighten up and walk right anyway. You know, I mean, I mean, they just believe God could do anything. Listen, there are strongholds that get in folks' lives. There's imaginations that gets in people's minds. 
Look here, we can't even think the way the world wants us to think. And God gave me three things that I want to I want to at least tell you about these three things. And then and then cuz I don't if I don't tell you these three things, I may not even get back to them. But but the weapons that we have that we that we as believers fight with the first thing is we tried to get on the other day in Ephesians over there about to put on the whole armor of God. But the first thing is going to be the word of God. Boy, I remember old song says, standing on the promises of Christ my Lord. I mean, not standing on the ideas of Christ my Lord, but standing on the promises of Christ my Lord. If you've got strongholds in your life, if you're getting up every morning, you're living a, a defeated life, it seems like you don't have no joy. Seems like one thing after another is getting you down every day. I told him Sunday morning, I'm certain not Brother Harris going to go in this whole thing about them suppositories. <laughs> but I want to just give folks the benefit of the doubt that they've been saved. And I told them Wednesday night that, that if they have been saved, they, they must be constipated real bad. Because there's no way that we could have got up this morning and knowing that the Lord said, I done already put a light in the lamp before your feet and before your pathway. I've already done gone before you. I've already done told you I was your present help in your time of trouble yesterday. I was your present help in your time of trouble last week. I was your present help in time of trouble two years ago. And the Bible said he's the same yesterday and today and forever. So as I look out at folks that say they're saved and I want to give you the benefit of the doubt, you can go to the doctor. You may can even get them at your local drugstore. They're a little white thing. They're about that long. They call suppositories. If one don't work, try another because there ain't no way. David said in his writings that I was glad. But see, he had a relationship with Jesus Christ, see? He didn't wake up this morning and say, well, I'm Baptist. He didn't wake up and say, I'm Pentecostal. He didn't wake up and say, I'm Presbyterian. But I believe old David was singing that song, said, oh, yes, oh, yes, I'm a child of the king. And his royal blood, it flows through my mouth. The Bible said you hide that word in your heart. You pack it in there just like a choo-choo train going up a hill. I tell you what, just like you'll pour coal in there, just like that old smoke can go. That little old store said, I think I can, I think I can, and I think I can. You just keep on throwing that, that word of God in there. It won't be long. You won't near about then got over the hill. I tell you what, it'd be done loaded down there, Brother Sammy. That old motor would be done got down there where it's sitting in overdrive, son. It doesn't gear down. Twice, I can remember going up to, taking the youth up to the mountains up there in Gatlinburg. Man, it was a hill straight up. I mean, you had to put it down in double load, just get up that thing, and it'd just be scratching. Brother Al, you remember one time you went with me and looked at a horse way up down at the Coal River somewhere. This man took us up on the mountain. I mean, I mean, in a dually truck, and before we got up that thing, we just grab it every now and then. Me and Brother Al were just holding on for dear life. He, he just did that just like everyday practice. It didn't bother him at all. You know why? Because he didn't practice going up that hill. He didn't knew that old Dodge truck don't carry him up there the last time. It didn't carry him up there the time before that. 
And the time before that, we'll sit in an automobile every day and we'll trust to do, do something for us. We'll sit on an airplane. We don't know if it's going to take off right or in right. But we'll just sit and put our faith in it. I want to tell you that old Dodge truck may let you down. I want to tell you, come on now, help me a little bit. That old airplane may let you down, but we serve to God today. He won't let you down. He's a present help. He'll never leave you. The word of God. That's the first thing. Our weapons are not carnal. If we had the time to turn over to Romans this morning, I think it's going to be, uh, I wrote it down somewhere, around the eighth chapter somewhere. Good Lord, here it is, I think. Romans something. Romans 8. Let's turn over just for a minute. It's got to be next door right here. Romans 8. Here, here's where the church gets in trouble right here. Romans 8 in verse 6. We get to thinking like the world thinks. Huh? Romans 8, chapter 6. It says, for to be carnally minded is death. To be even think what the world would think when you go to a situation. If I could tell you all the miracles that happen around here. If I could tell you the time that I knew that the doctor would look on. He would not give you any glamour of hope. Mr. Benny, I remember me and you, I, I would say I hate to bring it up, but I don't hate to bring it up. I'd be lying. David told us in the Word, said, have y'all forgot the benefits of God? My friend, Mr. Benny Barcroft, and I begged the doctor, just tell me, man, what percentage, I mean, before he ever started with any operation, what percentage do I have? I mean, tell me something. 90? <laughs> sure didn't give him 90. Will you give me a 50-50 chance? Will you just tell me that I got 10%? Will you tell me anything? The doctor couldn't tell him. You know why the doctor couldn't tell him? Because the doctor ain't all-knowing. Because the doctor's just a physician, but he ain't a great physician. But I want to tell you, But God already knew the outcome. I'm talking about even him, my brother. I seen him in the floor where you wouldn't give a dime for his life. People looked at him and said, man, it, it looks like there ain't no possible way that it can work. And not only him, but over and over. And one day it may be you. And I ain't changing what I believe in. If it's worked for this one, he's worked for that one. It's worked from time and time again. Uncle Robert, it's worked through the test of time and God done done miracle after miracle after miracle. We're going to call on that same God because in his word said, call upon me. Jeremiah 33, 3 said, call upon me and I will answer thee. Amen. Amen. And you try to call some more now, you get all this automation stuff and you ain't even talk to nobody real and push that number and push that number and Johnny Wayne was trying to get through and push that number. Ain't you glad when you get ready to talk to the Lord? I said, ain't you glad when you get ready to talk to the Lord? Huh? Man, we'll keep on trusting in that stuff. But there ain't never been a time you ever called God and you heard a bump, bump, bump. There ain't never been a time that you ever called on God said, this is recording. We can't take your call at this time. We backed up, but just leave your name and number and we'll get to you. I'm telling you, I've got a God. You can call him up day or night. He will answer thee. 
Not only he will answer thee, the Bible said he will show thee great and mighty things which you don't know. Get in contact with God. It says for the be carnally minded. To be carnally minded, not believe in what this world, you can't, you can't go by what the world says. You can't go. There's people dying every day of their life. Why? Because the Bible said you're dead because of your unbelief. He's a God. The Bible said he's a God that not only saves your soul, not only make a way, not only provide for you, but the Bible said he's a God that healeth all diseases. Praise God. Ain't that something? He's a God that healeth all diseases. To be carnally minded. Folks, last night, wherever you went, you went ahead a big time. Whatever you watched last night on TV, you had a big time. You came to church this morning, you barely can't hold your eyes open. I mean, you're struggling here. Why? Because this is not what you're thirsting after. You want to wonder why you ain't growing in the Lord. You want to wonder why you ain't happy. I'm going to tell you something. It ain't your dog, and it ain't your wife, and it ain't your husband, and it ain't the house you live in. It's that Jesus you got. If you'll give your life to the Jesus, I know. He'll provide your every need. The joy of the Lord. That's your strength. If you ain't joyful about serving God, you ain't joyful that he woke up this morning. You if you ain't even got a mind enough to know, if you got a carnal mind this morning and not to know how in the world, that's good about it. it can be a carnal mind to get up and go to church this morning don't even know you're supposed to worship. I talked to a fellow today, he was in church. I said, well, do you ever get to worship? He looked at me like I done slapped him with a flash, what, right in his face. Do you ever just get to worship? Do you ever just get to say, God, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for what you done done for me. I want to thank you for the little things. I want to thank you you kept me safe going down the highway. I want to thank you that I didn't get hurt what I was doing yesterday. I, I just want to thank you, Lord. I, I know it was all because of you. See, all these things you'll find in God's word. Let me tell you something. You ever learning. Before you want to learn about some other stuff, you better come to the truth. And the truth is, you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. You won't be tied. Them strongholds you got, man, you want to learn something else. You got so many strongholds in your life. You can't worship. You can't praise. You can't get involved. You don't want to get in fellowship with God's people. Look at Why? Because there's other things you got in your life, and they're called strongholds. For to be carnal minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life. In peace. I, I just, I just rather be a fool. My mother, she was born on April Fool's Day, and I remember how she embarrassed me coming up, and she always had to say something on her birthday. She was born on April Fool. Mama would always say, yeah, I know. I was born on April Fool. I've been made fun of being born on April Fool all my life. She said, but I tell you what I decided to do. I said, she said, I decided I'm going to be a fool for Jesus. Who's fool to you? She said. I said, there goes mama again. She said, I just sighed way back. I'm just going to be a fool for Jesus. The Bible said it's foolish. The preaching of the cross is foolish to them that perish, but them that are saved is what? It's the power of God. It said to be carnal minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You just might as well just believe. Because the carnal mind is empty against God, and it is not subject to the law of God, neither can it be. My word, I was so blessed. Uh, early in the week, God 
Man, a friend of mine just called me and said, man, I, I need you to be in prayer about something. I, I, I need to be trading on this deal this week, and I need you to just be. Man, I was so excited with getting involved in what he had going on. Man, I just need somebody just to come in here and just agree. And, and the thing about it is we dialed the same number this week that we've been dialing, Johnny Wayne. We called up the same God we've been calling on, and I want to give you all a clue what happened. He did exactly what he did last time. He blessed us. All this week, God's blessings just been pouring out on the people that's been blessing him. All this week, them blessings just been flowing. I mean, they just been flowing like a river. I want to ask you this morning, what are you fighting with? You can fight with God's word. God's word, the Bible said the weapons that we use are not of all warfare, are not carnal. You may say, Brother Eddie, I, I don't really have no, no problem with, with things like that. I don't know if I have anything that comes up against me. I don't know that I have any strongholds. When you say that, I think about over in 1 Peter chapter 5. We almost done. <laughs> Thank you, Renee. I know you're thinking, well, I ain't got I'm all that. I've often said, if, if that devil's comfortable at your house, you and him must have a whole lot of things in common. If you're just going through life and say, that devil don't give me no trouble, then you and him must have a whole lot of things in common. If spiritually this week, if you can't say, look here, spiritually this week, I was telling Brother Johnny earlier this morning, I said, man, those things, the Bible said, happy are you. What was that scripture I was giving? Count it all joy. Man, when you face when you face something a little hard, whether it be on your job or something, when you face something a little tough and you have to really get down there and dig at it, you have to just really scratch the dirt back a little bit. All it is is God's getting you ready for something bigger and a higher plane for your business to explode and to grow. That's all it is. And my word, but I, I want it sun shining and 72 degrees every day, Brother Eddie. You wouldn't appreciate it. It has to rain. It has to snow. And it has to get muddy. And finally you say, boy, ain't we blessed with a pretty day today. Yeah. Look here. You're you wrestling. You're wrestling if you know Jesus. You've been born again. Verse 7 of 1 Peter chapter 5, it says, Casting all you care upon him, for he cares for you. You can trust in the Lord. It said, be sober, be, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion, walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Let me tell you something. You've got one adversary. You may think, man, I don't have not one enemy in the world. Well, bless your sweetheart. The Bible said, beware when all men speak well of you. When everybody's patting you on the back, ain't he just the sweetest thing? Ain't she just the sweetest thing? Ain't this just a blessed thing? Ain't this just something? The Bible said you beware of that. The Bible speaks to us real plain, right? It said, be, be, be sober, be, be vigilant, be, be cautious about things. As I wrote down some things about some warfare, be on guard. I'll tell you what you do, don't, don't be on guard about your business. I don't care what you got. If you got a t-shirt making business or you got the biggest business there could be in the world, I'll tell you what you do. You just don't guard it. 
just a business. I don't care if it's a lawnmower repair business. Don't guard it. Just show up when you get ready. Don't worry about, don't worry about what it's costing to operate the business. Don't worry about what, what action you're taking in. Don't, don't worry about balancing books. Just let the old bad boy fly. See how far you get. Huh? Oh, but we want to do everything, Brother Larry, contrary to the Word of God. We want to use a carnal mind. I ain't going to worship today and I ain't going to praise today when the Bible says that let everything that has breath, that word L-E-T means get up. Make me want to cuss. I ain't going to cuss. I ain't doing it. I ain't going to do it. I know it would mean more to you if I did, but, but I ain't going to. You understand? I mean, I mean, I know you would get the point. Like, we got it. I, I mean, I know you. Charlie, they'd go tell everybody, Brother Eddie, can cuss us, boy. <laughs> that word let means get up. Let the redeem of the Lord said get up. It means, man, if you acknowledge, if you don't have a carnal mind, if you know what the word said, whom the Bible, the Bible said, whom the Son sets free is free. Stay up. You ain't got to sit down. Ain't God good, Patricia? That you can rejoice because your name's been written? Let me give you another. Not only your name's been written, the Bible says once you come to Jesus, because of the blood of Jesus. The Bible said you're sealed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? Huh? Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about. Either you don't know what I'm talking about or you still got that. Suppository problem. I'm talking about the spirit of the Lord ought to be flowing through you in such a way that your weapons, look here. I can tell you over in the Old Testament, look here. They had to fight. They didn't have nothing to fight with. They got him a little old lantern and they got him a little old pot and they went to singing praises. They went to march around this place and the walls came time to down. Don't you tell me it won't make a difference. Sit down. Be sober, be better, be on guard. Be in control. Think spiritually. You don't need to be thinking like the world thinks. When you go, uh, yesterday I was told where we was in Illinois, they, they can't shoot with no deer rifle. There's two open plays. They have to shoot deer with a shotgun. I've never in my life around here with all the deer hunting seen nobody go deer hunting. And I'm going to quit. I know I'm boring you, but I'm going to quit. But I ain't never seen visitor. I, I ain't never seen nobody around this part go hunting with a BB gun for a deer. But you'll go to church. I'm talking about they ain't even got a water pistol. Now I preach revivals. I said, you need to be so sure you're saved you can swing over hell with a water pistol shooting the devil in the mouth with a... You need to be so sure you're saved you can swing over hell with a rotten corn stalk shooting the devil in the mouth with a, with a water pistol singing Amazing Grace. Amen. I mean, we don't even have a water. Uh, the weapons that we use are pity. You can't believe what I'm going through again. I don't know what I'm going to do. That's carnal. I don't think I'm going to make it. I, y'all. It's, and, and then they say, and y'all just pray for us. 
I mean, that's, how, that's like having a BB gun and deer hunting. Said, and if you have a water pistol, the way they say it, bring it by. See, all they're talking about is in the carnal, baby. It ain't got to do spiritual. They don't realize the three things that we fight with as believers are not carnal. First thing, we fight with the Word. If the Word says we can do it, we believe in the Word. We can stand on the Word. We clean by the Word. We more than overcomers by the Word of God. Satan himself was on a pinnacle. Jesus was there. Was looking down and he said, Satan told Jesus, said, you can have it all. He thought, I already got it all. I'm the son of God. God himself. You know what Jesus said? Jesus could have went on and said, do you know that my father, my father, he threw all the stars in the sky. That's what we do sometimes. Sometimes we say, do you know where I go to church at? Do you know what denomination I am? Jesus could have said, I, do you know that my father, he just, he, he put all the stars in the sky. Do you know that he put the moon up there to shine some light on the night? Do you know that he set the sun up there? Do you know that he strategically placed it in a way that we ain't going to burn up? No, we're going to freeze to death. He said, do you know that my father spoke into the land and become land? Do you know he could have said all that? You know what he said? You know what weapon he used? He said, man shall not live alone. By bread alone, man shall not live by all these accolades, what you done done. He said, but Jesus said this. He said, but you know what man can live by? Sister Hugh Lane. He said, every word that proceedeth out the mouth of God. See, our weapons are not carnal. That right there alone, you having your good old King James Bible. Walking into a place that I was reading right over here. I, let me tell you this story right quick. And I got to go because I know you got to go. I want to go too. I want to. I, I just can't. I mean, I'm sweating up under here. I'm hot. Listen. I remember this lady come to know Jesus one time. And she got to read and spent this Bible. And she was just reading it like you can't believe what I found. And there was some church folks that come in, been here a long time, and they, and they wouldn't want to make light of it. They'd say, yeah, I, I know. I said, don't, don't mess her up. She said, oh, no, this woman, she went to the well, and she went to the well, and this woman, you can't believe it. She's telling all about that woman and this man, Jesus, come up, Brother Eddie. That, that Jesus I gave him a life to the other day. I said, man, he just removed her. And said, and, and, and I've been reading some more, and there's a whole lot more in here. Word. We don't, our weapons are not carnal. Let me hurry up so I can try to let you go. Because I ain't there about done. Our weapons are not carnal. We got the word of God. I want to tell you a second thing. That almost is getting plumb run out. Plumb run out of churches anymore. They stand here with all their degrees. You like all that. It tickles your little fancy. But when that doctor says you're going to die. You ain't going to want Dr. Ricky come see you. You're going to want old Holy Ghost, old man, teeth falling out of his head. Going to shake you real good. <laughs> going to get him a word. So let me tell you something. I'm doctors done told you died, but they lying. 
We're going to be suing them in a few days for lying. You put you through all this stress. You know, on TV, you hear all the all time about how folks have been stressed out and they sue them because they had all this stress on them because they did something to them and, and say, look here, man, you know, we, we're, going, we're going to sue every doctor in this hospital. We ain't going to take the money. We're just going to teach them a lesson. We're going to give it to the children's fund somewhere. We're going to shut this place down. But look here, we, we're going to look here. Man shall not live, live by bread alone. Satan was right there with Jesus. And Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone. But every word, heaven and earth shall pass away. Look at, we don't wrestle with carnal stuff. We wrestle with the word of God. If I had time, I'd go over to Ephesians. We may run through this again as a church family. What was that other thing? Let me get my notes back here. The presence. We also wrestle with the presence of the Holy Spirit. This right here was tough on you. That was tough. Number two, we wrestle, we fight, we charge things because I can't think about it. How that he must have been. Had to have been the Lord to tell a little boy named David. Walking out there and his two brothers done back plumb up. He was just a little old shepherd boy. Reached down there and got him a little rock. Got him a slingshot. Looked up that old giant. He said, you uncircumcised Philistine, you. I got to believe that the Holy Ghost done rose up on him. I got to believe that it ain't in enough himself to even think about that. It ain't in enough himself to even think he could do such a thing. I got to believe there wasn't nothing else but the Holy Ghost of God done rose up on little David. And I believe that God ain't changed today. I believe the Spirit of God has said, you shall know the truth and the truth going to set you free. But not only that, it's going to lead and guide you. He said, look here, I go away. But if I send a comforter and he come down, he's going to lead and guide you in everything you need to do. The Holy Ghost of God. That's what you fight with. Let that thing rear up inside of you. Shake it off like the folks was trying to cover up the mule and fell down in the, in the well. And the man said, the old mule ain't much, much to look at no more. The old mule done got, done got old anyway. Time I got folks out here, probably done broke his leg anyway. I might well just cover the old mule up. And he, and he had an old dirt pile. He just got to throwing stuff over in the mule. And, and unlike church folks, he, the old mule just didn't go to his knees. Every time he throw that dirt off in there, he thought what the, what the world meant and the man took for bad. He took it for a blessing. And every time he throwed the dirt off in there, the old mule just stomped on it. <laughs> old man just kept on throwing the dirt. Every time he throw dirt in there, the old mule just stomp on it. Just shake it off, stomp on it. The old man throwing the dirt, he just shake it off and stomp on it. Wasn't long that the man don't cover up the mule, looked over there, and the mule was standing right up on the ground just like he was. I'm going to tell you something, most things in life, we got the word. All you got to do, just shake it off and stomp on it. Say, look here, the Lord said. You'd have a smile on your face this morning if the Holy Ghost was living inside you. Huh? You come in them doors in a different attitude. If you had the Holy Spirit, you, we don't have, we have the word. We, we fight with the word. We don't fight with carnal things. Things that we fight with, 
The Bible tells us real plainly, it'll pull down. It will destroy. I'm trying my best to quit. My word, I didn't ever think y'all would get into a, won't y'all, 15-minute preacher, but y'all acting like it. It said, for the weapons of all warfare are not carnal. They're not carnal. They're not carnal. But mighty through God. Is the word of God mighty? Are you spiritual enough to even know that? Do you know what a blessing it is to live in this country? I ain't got no time. If you one of those, bless No. No. I ain't got no time for nobody that's going to come over here to America and going to downplay what this Word of God says. Listen to me. It's been too many folks just in my lifetime that's unfold up under the red, red, white, and blue. Look here, in God we trust has been on our money ever since day one to right now. Look here, and I don't think it's ever going to change. I'm going to tell you something, I don't really think that. I think God's going to be faithful to us as America. But I'm going to tell you one thing. Anybody want to march over here and want to say we got some Koran, we going to open it, we got some kind of Buddha, we, gonna, we got some kind of Mohammed, I'm going to tell you something they need to go back where they come for because I'm going to tell you something, it ain't but one God, and that's the Son of God, the one who was sent here to die on the cross for our sin. I got to Illinois on Friday night. You better be glad you're living right smack dab in a Bible belt. You hear me? We're living right smack dab in the Bible belt. I got up there, I thought, my word, we'll find us a gospel saying. And I said, do y'all have any gospel saying around here? <laughs> you nasty old Joe over there. <laughs> I don't know if I have anything like that or not. But I just wonder if there's anybody singing. I don't care if they're good or bad. I, I don't care if they can care tune. I don't care if they can't care tune. I was just wondering. What about a revival? Is it a revival going anywhere right here? Has anybody got a church door open? Let me tell you something right here in America. You so blessed. You so blessed ain't nobody going to shoot you because you toting one of these around. And I want to tell you something, Brother Billy, I appreciate everything you've done and fought and died. If you've done that for our country, I want to tell you something, I appreciate you. I'll tell you what, I appreciate you. Yes, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they mighty, the Word of God. The Word of God. The presence of the Holy Spirit. Let's go over here. Let's, let's try to finish. We wind it down. We're just about through. Y'all say with me, we're just about through. Set. <laughs> Philippians chapter 4. I, I want to tell you something about prayer first. Philippians chapter 4. Prayer is going to be the last thing. The presence of the Holy Spirit. The Bible said when you, when you get saved that you got bought with a price. He put the Holy Spirit inside you because he knew that in and of yourself, your flesh is weak. The Bible says the, the Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. That's the reason I've seen some of y'all today when it got real good and the Holy Spirit kind of moved on here just a little bit. 
That's why I've seen some of y'all, you couldn't get both up there because on that right side, you was kind of fleshly. Huh? I mean, you was holding your hands down there, but your feet were just all up under. Huh? Seek at us too. And greater is he that is in me than he's in the world. See, if that Holy Ghost is in you, it's going to show out. I mean, it's going to get it. I, I mean, I can know you can hold your peace, but look here. We got the Holy Spirit. We got the Word of God. That's what we fight with. And the last thing we fight, we, we fight with prayer. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. A little old boy that was a 10-year-old, listen to me, I'm about done. Surely I'm about done. We're going to take up another offering. A little 10-year-old boy, listen to me, knows he's lost, knows he needs to be saved, wants to be saved. little old boy ain't done much. He just realized Jesus died for him. Holy Spirit's drawn him. He didn't, the preacher didn't save him. The church denomination didn't save him. But the little old 10-year-old boy that realized that he was lost and unless he asked Jesus to save him, he'd die and go to hell. A little 10-year-old boy this morning, if he'd done that, he come to the cross. He accepted Jesus, his Lord and Savior. That 10-year-old boy the prayer, the effectual prayer of that 10-year-old boy that would have came this morning, went to the cross, believed that Jesus bled and died for him. They buried him in a grave, and on the third day he arose. A little 10-year-old boy that don't know a whole lot about a whole lot, but he knows that much because he done been over there in children's church, done been in a nursery at a church. A little 10-year-old boy that would come and lay hands on you this morning so listen to me, I heard you had something wrong with you. And a little old 10-year-old boy that prayed from his heart, humble, said, I know I'm just a little old 10-year-old boy, but the Lord told me to come pray for you. Like little old Connor prayed the other morning, closed out of service. Tears coming down his face. The Bible said that effectual prayer of that 10-year-old boy availeth much. That makes the doctors say, I know what I told you the other day, but we can't find it. Uncle Robert, I'll tell this because you and Lovetta's here. She's heard me tell it several times. Uncle Robert had a gallstone one morning, one night, and they marked it on me. And the doctor said, in the morning, we got to take it out. I said, I have kidney stones, and I passed them. Can't I pass it? They said, no, it's got to come. It don't happen that way. We're so far from this anymore. I had a lot of work going and I needed to get back where I was going. I was in a jam. His daddy, which was my granddaddy, and Levada Baggett's daddy, which was my uncle buddy, came into my hospital room. They laid hands on me, and I was not even saved 
Tell me how good God is to folks that ain't even saved. It rains on the just and unjust. They said, Eddie Glenn, we're going to pray for you. So when them doctors come in in the morning, they're not going to find no gallstone. <laughs> I'm about done. <laughs> Boy, that thing's all over me. All of a sudden, I just got cold. <laughs> Woo! Man. I was in favor. Donald, they prayed. Of course, they was the kind had to shake you a little bit. You know. <laughs> They prayed and left the room. Man, I can remember. Sister Carol, I can remember. They start the invitation. I can remember. It felt like a warm milk. Started at the top of my head all the way down, but I just, I just, I, I kind of replayed it, Brother Larry, the next day, the next morning. I kind of replayed it. I just replayed it, what had happened. I, I remember that feeling. They said, that gallstone's not going to be there. Day before, they done took me down there and they done put some jelly on my stomach and they done rubbed around with a little wheel and they done put a mark there. And they come back next morning of Ada to get me, your daddy. And Robert, your daddy, had prayed for me. Just old country folk. <laughs> Just old country folk, man. Did, did Papa Kama have any education? Did he ever go to school any? Not much. Didn't have no doctorate degree? Never went to seminary? Thank God. Thank God. I'm sorry, you seminary preachers. I'm sorry, but thank God it wasn't no seminary preacher come in my room. Just somebody still believe God and be God nice. I hope I ain't born you, but I ain't forgot his benefits. Next morning, they come and got me early. They carried me right back down to that same room. They put that same stuff on my stomach. They put that wheel round and round. We're getting you ready for surgery. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this. They put an X right there on my belly again. They sent me to my room. No, they didn't put no X. I'm sorry. They just went round and round. They wiped that stuff off. They'd go again. They'd wipe it off. They'd go again. Diane was sitting outside the door. She said, what's going on in there? I said, I don't know, but I'm getting one of the best massages on my belly that I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Leave me alone. Everything's going just fine in here. They sent me back to my room. The doctor didn't come. 10 o'clock, he wasn't there. 12 o'clock, he wasn't there. I got to asking questions. Finally, she had to go pick the kids up from school. She said, I'm going to go. They said, we're not going to do no surgery. And that night, the man that worked for me as we was building houses was sitting in the room. He can vouch for it. The doctor come in. They had one of them old loud pieces of paper that made a lot of noise. And they stuck it up in there and said, Eddie, I Mr. Martin. He said, I want to show you something. He said, look right here. He said, you see where all that stopped right there and, and, and it couldn't flow no more and all that's black right there. You see that right there? I said, yes, sir. And boy, then he had another envelope. Here he come out with it, Charlie. 
Stuck her up on that light, boy. He said, you see this right here? And boy, Brother Reed, when I seen that thing split off and all that thing was running like rivers inside of me. Thank God. Huh? <laughs> just to preach it this way to give you something when I seen all my PP was running just right inside of me <laughs> it wasn't standing there and polluting my body and all that poison in my body everything's running just fine you know what I thought about the weapons of our warfare ain't carnal thank God I had Uncle Robert's daddy and I had Levada's daddy that if they'd have been here in church this morning, Uncle Buddy would embarrass you. He'd have been hot. Yep, hey, yeah, hey, man, yep, hey. <laughs> Somebody said, we got to do something with that man. But it was that man that came in my room and prayed that prayer. I said, doctor, I want to tell you what happened. I've got an uncle. I should have went on and told him he's a little crazy. I got a granddaddy. He's sure enough crazy. They come here last night and they prayed in Jesus' name. That's right. That this morning when y'all carried me down there, y'all weren't going to find no gallstone. Let me tell you something. I may have a gallstone this afternoon, but I was a real young man when it happened. I was probably about 24 years old. And I'm 59 today, and there ain't never been no sign of gallstone in me to this day. I said, Doctor, when they prayed for me, I remember, I thought I was just excited. It felt like warm milk just went all the way down me. But I know what it was. It was a healing virtue. That that woman with that issue of blood, she done spent all of her money on all the doctors. She done spent all that she had. She done been to every one she could go to. She said, if I can but touch the hem of that garment, I know I'll be made whole. Man, she went through a crowd. I don't know what you got to go through this morning, but you got to go through something. I don't know what you got to go through. You got to go through pride. You're going to think it's going to do something to your dignity. But I'm going to tell you something. When you get up this morning by faith and you accept Jesus, your Lord and Savior, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. There's going to be a virtue come from heaven. And it's called the virtue of the Holy Ghost. And it's going to come and it's going to live inside of you. It ain't, ain't going to never leave you. It ain't going to never, look here, it ain't going to never, it, look here, it ain't never going to forsake you. And when you come in them doors from now on, just like whatever you did last night and you had a good time wearing yourself out, we didn't get in after midnight. It didn't make no difference. Road horses, 10 hours yesterday in Illinois. It didn't make no difference when I woke up this morning. I remember that sign said I woke up this morning feeling fine. Woke up with heaven on my mind. I knew woke up with, the Lord was in control. I knew he had it. Quit lying to yourself. Let me ask you a question this morning. If every saved person was just like you, would there be a church open anywhere? If every saved person was just like you, would there be anybody healed anymore? If every saved person was just like you, would there be a Sunday school class for the kids to go to? If every saved person was just like you, would there be enough given to keep the lights on in a building? Just ask yourself the question. 
Go back to a time in life. She said, Brother Eddie, I, I want to think I know. Well, you better be doing more than thinking because the Bible said, I write these things that you may know you have eternal life. Amen. Let me tell you something. You come to Jesus this morning, you, your weapons won't be carnal no more. If you ain't even thinking about yourself one of these days, your children, your nieces, your nephews, you may be the only one standing there. Nobody is there to pray. Nobody else is there to do something. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man. Look at if you're not even thinking about yourself, thinking if it's your child laying in the ditch, if you've got enough inside of you that you could pray, and God would answer that prayer. Would you stand to your feet with me this morning? Lord, we thank you this morning. We thank you that our weapons are